Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Wedding Network podcast. This is our member series, and this is the first in our member series, and we're proud to welcome Michelle Bromley with Here to Help Brides. She is based in Austin, Texas. She is also our chapter director for our Austin and Wilco chapters. She started the Wilco chapter. Uh, she became on board actually after me to take over the Austin chapter. So we're super excited to have her on board. She has an extensive background in planning and weddings and consulting and working with different vendor categories that we're thrilled to listen to hear what she has to say. So before I turn this over to Cherie, my name is Jason Freshly. I'm the Director of Business Development for Wedding Network USA, and now it's time for Cherie. Yeah. Hi, it's Cherie Ronning, President and Founder of Wedding Network USA, and it's always a delight to share time with our members because we're a member-based organization, and that was the whole point of starting this organization. And I was fortunate enough to meet Michelle when I was in Texas, and then last year we got to spend some time together at Wedding MBA. And the state of Texas is in great hands with her. So I want to tell you just a little bit about her and then have her talk a little bit about her story. Um, she's been in the industry since 1996. So Michelle, take over from there and tell me a little bit about how, what got you going into our crazy industry. Okay. Well, um, basically, um, my husband at the time, he wanted to become a wedding DJ, and he was um, a club DJ at a, a place here on 6th Street, and the owner of that club had a mobile DJ business, and he was doing weddings, and so my husband got involved with him, and I was helping him book his mobile DJ services. Well, the owner of that club had a girlfriend who owned a bed, bed and breakfast on Lake Travis, and she asked me to come out and see her place. We were at a bridal show, and she told me to come see her place, so eventually I went out there, and I saw it, and I fell in love with it. It was right overlooking the water. It was absolutely gorgeous, and her boyfriend was telling her that she needed to turn it into a wedding venue. So when she hired me, I was fortunate enough to be able to help her trans transfer the place from a bed and breakfast to a wedding venue where people could take over the, the bed and breakfast for the whole weekend and get married on site. So I actually got to wear all of the hats. I was the salesperson. I checked people in. I cleaned the rooms. I moved the furniture into place. I coordinated the weddings. I coordinated the vendors. I cleaned up afterwards. So I, I learned everything from start to finish through experience. And then the, the um, previous owner of that bed and breakfast actually also owned the Oasis and the current owner, the lady that I worked for, she uh, was really good friends with the owner of the Oasis, which is another um, tourist attraction restaurant next to this bed and breakfast on Lake Travis. It's very popular. Well, the owner of that restaurant built a wedding facility and he asked this lady that I worked for if she would help him develop his wedding program and I got to help with that as well. Wow, you were busy. Yes, I busy was. Busy gal. <laughs> it's, it's amazing to me that how we all get into the industry, but when you have a passion for helping others, which is what you start with in this industry, and by you self-training, you know, learning how to do everything, it's what you bring to your clients as a planner 
you have all the details and it makes you so well-rounded. So uh, it's a very impressive background, Michelle. And I know that having done so much of that, you've done probably hundreds of weddings now. Have you got some favorite things that were things that you enjoyed doing? Yes, I do. My favorite part of a wedding is the design. I truly enjoy meeting with the client, especially at the rental companies and playing with them, you know, going to touch the linens and helping them pick out the fabrics and doing the place settings and figuring out, you know, what napkin colors we're going to use, the textures. Um, to me, it's very satisfying when you transform a space and the client comes in and sees the transformed face for the first time. The looks on their faces, it's just so satisfying. And, you know, when the guests come in and see the room, you know, and they're ooing and aahing, that is, you know, that's one of my favorite parts of a wedding is the design. And so after having worked out at the venue and doing everything, what was the next step in your wedding career? So after I worked at the bed and breakfast and turned wedding facility for five years, and then it was time for a change. So I went to work for a catering company and um, that was pretty labor intensive, but I really, you know, I, I really wanted to focus more on the planning part of it rather than catering sales and the catering part of it. So I, uh, the caterer that I worked for, he would, um, he had a client that was a charter ship on Lake Travis. And uh, this charter ship was looking for a salesperson slash planner. And so it was a really good evolution of me moving over to help him sell cruises, sell wedding cruises, rehearsal dinner cruises. And then sometimes those clients um, would hire my services to plan their event on the ship. And I will tell you that that was probably, looking back on my career, that was probably the most fun uh, that I had. I mean, there's nothing like cruising on a ship on Lake Travis, you know, during a wedding. It's really fun. I um, was fortunate enough when I lived in Florida to work on a couple of ships as a chef. That was definitely an interesting experience. I bet. Yeah, I loved it. And so then, you know, because I also had a, a background in catering, the ship unfortunately lost its slip on Lake Travis. And so that being said, I lost my job on that one. And so I had to find something else. Well, I went to a, a local popular venue called Vintage Villas, which is also on Lake Travis. And they were starting their off-premise catering company and they hired me to help them start that off-premise company since I had experience in catering as well. And so I was with them for a couple of years getting that started. But um, I think what happened there was that I went on with them as an employee and I hadn't been in an employee in like 15 or 20 years. So it's really hard to go from being a contractor to an employee so I was like, you know what, I need to go back and just focus on my own thing. So after I did that, I started working with a couple of planners in town. And that's when I fell in love with planning. And I launched my own business in 2010. One of the things that I noticed that you said in your uh, company bio, <clears throat> excuse me, was that Austin is a huge destination wedding location. It is. It's it a, you said um, something about in the top 10 in the United States? 
Yes, yes. I don't know where I found that statistic, but there was a period of time, I think it was a couple of years ago, when, where I heard it, um, maybe it was... Um, oh, the wedding um, report. I can't... Yes, the, we the wedding report. I think mm -hmm. maybe that was where I found that information. I'll have to double check. But somewhere along the way, I heard that Austin was a top 10 destination wedding location. And over half of my clients, I would say more like 65, 70% of my clients live somewhere other than Austin and married here. And I do have a theory on that. My theory is that one of the biggest universities in Texas, if not the nation, is UT, University of Texas. And I think a lot of people come here and they meet here and they decide they want to get married here. And that's my theory. I can't prove it, but, you know, I think it makes a lot of sense. Being a fellow Austin member, uh, I do remember that statistic somewhere and I can't remember where it was either. Another big draw with Austin, as I listened to some of my clients when I was in the planning side and wedding side in Austin, was bi-coastal families and relationships, where one family set was on one coast, one family set was on the other, and Austin was a happy medium for people to meet and to have a fun destination because we were set up for it. And we also yeah, got yeah, another that, fun... that makes a lot of sense. And it's fun. I think a lot of Austin planners are actually destination wedding planners. We uh, heard from Jen Taylor on another podcast where planning a destination wedding is anything outside, I think she said, 50 miles from your home, whether mm -hmm. it's the business or the client. So I know I've planned some destination weddings. I'm sure you have. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, here in Austin and the surrounding hill country, everything is about 40 to 50 miles away. I mean, you've got you know, Georgetown, you've got Bastrop, you've got Lakeway, you've got um, Dripping Springs, which is the wedding capital of Texas. All, I live in Pflugerville, which is just north of Austin. So all of those are just about 40 miles away from me. And so then, I guess that would make them all destination weddings. <laughs> yes. So one thing I want to touch on with you and your background beside the wedding and the wedding business is the side of you where you're an educator and you work on certifications and continuing education. Yes. So can you tell I us actually about love that? to, yes, I love to teach. Um, that is one of my goals is to, you know, when I'm, because I am getting up in age, I'm 50 years old now. So at the point where I'm ready to not work the weddings themselves, I still, my goal is to actually teach wedding planning certification. I started out in 2010, it was 2009, I believe, was when I started at ACC teaching for a company called Longevity Wedding Planning Institute, and they're based out of California, so the certification came from California, but I taught the class at ACC and the certification that the students would receive is becoming a certified wedding and event planner. And I really enjoyed teaching. And I will tell you that over half of my students either became planners or got a job within the wedding industry very soon after they, they took my class. So I, I was very fortunate on that. And it, I loved it because it kept me up on not only wedding trends, but on the vendors, the local vendors that would come and go in the town and I would have them come and speak to the class. So the students got more out of it because they got a jump start by meeting some of the heavy hitters and local players in town, you know, before they even started their careers. 
So, and then of course I'm a heavy, yes, Sheree. Oh, I just was going to say that the, the nice thing is that because they were getting a good basis of education, not just saying, oh, I want to do X, they actually had some knowledge behind them. And when you were bringing vendors in for them to meet, wow, the vendor is saying, hey, these people have a little bit of knowledge instead of I just took them off of Craigslist. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I am a huge proponent of networking associations. And at the time, I was a member and on the board of directors of ISIS, which is now known as ILEA. And basically, you know, I would feed my students into that organization as student members, and then they would go on and, and get to know who they needed to know. I mean, I, I say that my career wouldn't be where it is today without my memberships in these organizations. And it has really helped my career a lot. And I know it's helped theirs as well. And then as far as longevity was concerned, the ACC decided to cancel that course because they decided to add event planning into the mix and they had another event planning course. So it was a conflict of interest. So anyway, Long story short, Amy Motter, who's another member of Wedding Network, she founded Nuptial Essentials Curriculum and Instruction, and I took that course and became an instructor for that course, which is certified from the state of Texas to become a professional wedding consultant. I have taught a couple of those courses as well, and as I said, I just really, really love teaching. It, I learn as much from my students as they learn from me. I can imagine. And I will say, I did have fun uh, coming in and speaking to your classes the few times that I did. Uh, yes. And some of those, some, I remember that some of the students reaching out to me after the fact and staying in contact with me years later and reaching out saying, hey, thanks for all your help. One of the things I think is interesting is, is that the three of us all have this same driving force and we want to be able to help others coming into the industry. I too have taught um, at the local community college and, you know, obviously I've been involved in the networking world for a long time. And the biggest reason for me to start Wedding Network as an organization was that um, I had gone to a national conference and one of the breakout sessions for planners was how to tie a sari. And I thought, wow, shouldn't they be learning about how to create their website? I mean, this was like in 2008. And, you know, all this good information for knowledge of important stuff. I said, if I want to learn to tie a sari, I'll ask the mother or the auntie because they'll show me how to do it correctly. But I want to teach people how to get their website going and, and how to be on top of the business. And I also wanted to teach them how to run a business. Just because you can be a great florist doesn't mean you know how to run a business. And that was really the premise of Wedding Network. I know that, you know, you said earlier that you really like the design feature. And I think that's something that we're seeing more and more of today with planners. So is that a special skill? Do some people just are better at it than others or? Yes, I will tell you um, that I do believe some people are better than others. You know, I don't have any interior design education or anything like that. Um, I think it just came naturally to me, but I do love it. Um, it's a form of art, you know, um, very artistic. And what's awesome about it is because I'm a born brainstormer. I love I, the more brains that are involved, the bigger and better the whatever you're goal, what you're aiming to present is going to be huge. 
And so when you're actually diving into the bride's brain for what she wants, and you know, let's face it, it's going to be similar to what a, lo a lot of the other brides want too. But when you can put, okay, well, here's something that maybe you haven't thought of, let's try using this. And they're like, yes, let's do that. Then you put your little touch on it and it's never been done before. And then you go on Pinterest and you find yourself and now it's taken on a world of its own. And so I just, I really love design. In the time that we spent together in uh, Las Vegas last year at Wedding MBA, I really got the sense of your wanting to brainstorm. And that's the way my brain works as well. I have always felt the more we have involved, everybody's got an idea. And so uh, that's really exciting to me that we get to all move forward in the industry. And, uh, you know, as we get older, as you said, you don't want to be doing the weddings all the time. You can move up to that teaching platform and, and helping others. And, and I, I want to also help as do you to see the, the impressiveness of our industry that we continue to grow and be um, something that is recognized people just think you know I mean some people think oh well I plan my own wedding so I'm a planner and we all know that's not true <laughs> but um, by continuing with education and and being good business people I think it really makes a difference and you've got that skill set so I'm excited to see where that takes you in the future one of the things that I love is asking people just kind of random questions like, what's your favorite movie, Michelle? My favorite movie of all time is Xanadu starring Olivia Newton-John and Gene Kelly. And that's because you love to dance. I do. I love to dance. I love the 80s. I love roller skating. In fact, my 40th birthday party, we actually rented out a roller rink. And the funnest thing about it was seeing 40 adults in a circle doing the hokey pokey. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. It was awesome. It was an 80s theme. So everybody had to come dressed in their favorite 80s attire. And I was actually Olivia Newton-John from Xanadu. <laughs> I'm not surprised. And, <laughs> and do you sing as well as dance? Um, you know, to myself in the car, I sing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that you did mention was that um, you're a Native American. Yes, um, I am a Choctaw Indian, very, very into my Native American background and culture. Um, I love the artwork, the dream catchers. I love everything. My, there's, you know, in my house, I have Native American artwork everywhere. My mom has taken me back to Oklahoma, to our roots, to a couple of different reservations to look into it. And I want to do that again with her sometime in the near future. Yeah, it's kind of nice to recognize our roots and see what drives us forward. So one of the other things that was uh, a question that we asked all of our members is, if you're working the wedding, what's your favorite meal? And I laughed because one person said anything, you know, just to get fed is wonderful. <laughs> How about you? My favorite meal is surf and turf. I love fish and steak. Um, or shrimp and steak, or lobster and steak, anything yeah. seafood related and, you know, beef related works for me. <laughs> well, as we start to wind down, um, I'd like to think about, you know, where you think you're headed forward, um, how many weddings you see yourself doing over the next few years, are you trying to cut back a little bit, what's your, what's your goals for the next two to three years? I... For last year, I set my goal to be 10 to 
12 weddings because it's just me. And as I'm getting older, I would like to focus more on quality rather than quantity. And I did hit my 10 wedding goal. Um, for this year, my focus is more on maybe a little less weddings and being the chapter director of both Wilco and Austin, I really want to devote time and energy to growing those chapters. So, you know, doing that. And I will tell you, this is kind of unrelated to the wedding industry, but from a business standpoint, my husband has launched his own um, remodeling LLC business. And I am, you know, having experience bookkeeping for my own business. I'm taking over administration for his business. And so, I kind of see me doing weddings and wedding network, but I also see myself, you know, kind of running his business as well. So it, going back into that whole design thing, it's fun to see him do floors and tile and, you know, paint, paint and stuff like that. So it's, it's a totally different area, but at the same time, it, it really, it's my love of design. So I'm just like, okay, let's do this. That's awesome. A nice house full of design folks and design yes. creatives always coming up with new ideas. Well, Michelle, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast and for spending some time with us and letting us get to know more about you and your business. We are delighted to have you as part of our membership. Cherie, any last words? Yes, I just wanted to say it's been a delight to get to know you. And we so appreciate what you're doing for us all in Texas. And I think the members there appreciate what you're doing as well. It's the only way all of us grow our business is by working together and being responsible and well-educated wedding professionals. So thank you, Michelle, very much. Well, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, that concludes another episode of the Wedding Network podcast. I want to thank everybody for listening and we'll see you on the next one. Bye, everyone.